You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Cozy Room Podcast. My name is Shan, Mama of the Girls. I am back again with another one. This is episode 19. And what I wanted to talk about today is, do your kids know how to use their resources? I think it is very important for our children to know how to be efficient, self-sufficient within themselves for answers, questions, and solving situations instead of looking for somebody else to do it. And that is what this episode is about. Thank you for checking in the Cozy Womb Podcast. I have a couple of messages and then we'll get into the show. Queens! Hey, if you're enjoying the show, thank you. I appreciate it. You can also find cool, cute Cozy Womb gear on the cozy womb shop it's on teespring teespring.com slash stores slash cozy dash womb dash shop and you'll find hoodies t-shirts um what do you call those fanny packs um mugs everything um that i want to give all of my listeners and my supporters during the show is on there for you guys to purchase okay i appreciate every penny because every penny does go towards helping my family especially during a pandemic where i physically can't be out of my house during the week uh because my children have virtual school so if you want to support cozy moon podcast you can support through you getting a little something something and also i get a little something something on the backside. so thank you for supporting the show 
thank you for supporting Cozy Womb Podcast and thank you for supporting uh, teespring.com. Peace. Let's get into the episode. Raising children to be able to solve their own problems when they find some or when they have questions is going to help them become better individuals, okay? It's going to help them become better adults. It's going to build their confidence. It's going to build their trust within themselves, okay? Because it is something for parents to teach, guide, show, prove, um, you know, make sure your child is safe. But it comes a time when your child has to get to an age where they can know to open the door after they look to see if traffic is coming. Where they can know that they shouldn't step into the street without looking both ways. Especially if they have younger siblings because you want them to be able to protect their younger siblings from what they don't know yet. And I'm always constantly telling uh, my six-year-old that, you know, you have to make sure that you do the right thing because your sister's looking. And she said to me at the park yesterday, she was like, Mom, I don't like being a big sister. And I was like, why? She said, because I have to do stuff for you and I have to do stuff for Aria. And I have to know better because I'm older. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. You're right. She does things for me because I know she can. And I know what I'm asking her to do, she's capable of doing. And I want her to be capable of doing that for herself. And she does things for her sister because her sister doesn't know yet. And if her sister sees that she can do it, her sister's going to believe in herself that she can do it also. So she's like the middle person for both of us. And I can see that that does get annoying sometimes where she might not want to be called. But hey, as a mother... I have days and weeks where I don't want my name being called, but it's called anyway. I have uh, hours in the morning where I would just like it to be just me alone by myself, but I have two kids here. So, you know, we can't always have ourselves to ourselves, if that makes any sense. But you do want your children to know how to save, quote unquote, for a rainy day, um, Anya earned some money for doing some good deeds for a friend, and my friend gave her $20. We went to Walgreens because I had to get Arya some cough medicine because she's had, like, this mucus cough early in the morning that night. So I give her the $20 so she could see, feel, and see how much she earned, and she sped to that that, um, toy out. I told her she absolutely could not buy any candy. But she sped to that toy out. She looked to see what she wanted. And she looked to see what she could buy. And she tried to buy some slime. And I told her no. But she wanted to spend that whole $20 in that Walgreens at that moment. Right? And I let her pay. And I said, okay, now you have $3 left over after what you bought. Put that in your pocket. Okay? We have to keep teaching our kids that. They can hold on to money. You don't have to spend money just because you feel like you need to buy something, okay? That's first and foremost. And once they understand that they are in control of what money they can spend and what money they can save, they're more likely to make better choices. But if we don't give them the opportunity to make those choices, good or bad, 
if you constantly give your child things, they're not going to appreciate anything. At a certain point, you have to get to a point where you allow your child to earn what they have. I'm not really big on children having cell phones, let alone iPhones, when I know there's adults out here that can't afford an iPhone, let alone pay that bill. So I'm not really big on that. A lot of parents like to say, oh, the technology is great. I can keep tabs up on my kids. It's safe, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Listen, technology looks safe, but it really is a connection for pedophiles and your children. It's open windows, open doors, open front doors for your children. These apps that um, constantly share your child's information and um, location, open windows, honey. And I do have an episode where I'll dig into that, but it's a lot of information that you do not know about when it comes to these companies and the information that they share regarding your kids' apps and games that they play. Um, So we have to make sure that the things that we're doing and providing for our kids is in their best interest, okay? It may seem like something is in their best interest, but most of the time it's not. Googling. I'm really big on adults doing this. If I'm on Twitter and somebody says or asks a question that is Googleable, that's not a word, but I just made it a word. If it's Googleable, why are you asking this on Twitter? Why are you calling me asking this question? Google it because if I don't know it and you don't know it, what are we going to do? We're going to Google it. Teach your children how to Google, okay? I have a Google Home um, for the girls and they get to ask Google whatever questions is on their mind because I got to a point in my life where I was tired of, of, of my children asking me crazy questions about why insects um, don't sleep or what kind of insect this is like I don't I go ask Google and yes I do have Google's location turned off and I control that Google from my phone and I can tell what's being asked and I have alarms on there and I just I'm just really hands-on when it comes to what access my kids have okay Uh, researching it is very important for your child to know how to research know how to put things in the search engine on our computer on a phone, on any type of electronic device. They need to know how to do their own research. They need to know how to find news and figure out what's real and what's fake. They need to be able to do that on their own and being resourceful. I always ask my child, like, if you're lost, what are you going to do? If you're in a store, what are you going to do? They need to be able to maneuver with or without you. And it's not saying that you're not going to be there. It's not saying that um, you're going to fall off the face of the earth tomorrow. It's saying, is your child completely helpless or can they help themselves? Can your child do the basics for themselves? Can they tie their shoes? Can they pour themselves a glass of water? Do they know not to touch the oven? Do they know how to take something out of the microwave safely? Do they know... Uh, how to close back the juice container after they pour juice. Do they know what's, what they should do? The first thing that they should do if they spilled something sweet like lemonade on the floor. Do you clean it up with something dry or do you clean it up with something wet? Like all of that has to be taught at home first. Kids don't have dictionaries anymore. 
They don't have a thick book with a whole bunch of words in it. Some words that you probably would never search for or read, but they don't have that anymore. They have devices. They have electronic things that they can talk to verbally, even if they can't pronounce things right, okay? Aria still calls Google, hey, Google. Hey, Google is what she calls it when it's Google, okay? Over time, yes, her pronunciation for words and letters will get better. But right now, it's Google, okay? And you have to teach your kids how to be resourceful within this day and age, how to get their own answers, how to do things themselves. How do they properly clean the bathroom? What do you do after you're finished taking your shower? Anya's taking showers now by herself. The only thing I do in the shower for Anya is turn on the shower because the knobs are kind of weird and I turn it off. But she knows how to clean herself from head to toe, neck, behind, ears, face, all of that. She even knows that she needs a shower cap, okay? I am raising young ladies and young ladies is what I'll be raising. She knows to put her towel up. She knows where her towel goes in the hamper. She knows to squeeze out her wash rag. She knows to put her wash rag in the hamper. She knows that her clothes should not be on the floor. She knows that her panties should not be on the floor. There are things that your children need to know that most adults today are still in apartments with roommates, not knowing how to properly clean a bathroom. They're still in, in, in relationships as husband and wife not knowing that they have to pick up their dirty clothes off of the floor. Like, that is not what I want for my child. So in order for my child to be a better human being, they have to be a better child within my house right now. And I have to teach them how to do these things, okay? Teach your children how to ask intelligent questions. Meaning, if you come into my living room and you see boxes that are empty, right? And you see that I'm taking things off the wall and I'm wrapping things. You don't have to ask me, am I packing things up? Because you can see that I'm packing things up. You can ask me, what are you packing things up for? That's an intelligent question because you don't know what my next step is because you already see what my step is. And it's all about teaching your children how to read a room, think about what they want to ask, ask it, and wait for the proper response. I hate when people say, there's no such thing as a stupid question. There is such a thing as a stupid question. And that's when you don't peep the scene, when you don't read the room, and when you don't take in all that's being shown. In English, or in um, school, in your classroom with your teacher, very basic first grade second grade third grade they do this and the i spy book there are no words the only words that they are are what you need to look for and account for on the side in that list you look at this huge busy picture of like chaos okay and you have to find these odd items in the chaos you have to peep what's already in front of you in order to find the answer same thing about real life You have to effectively listen. You have to listen to understand, not just listen to hear noise. You have to look at what's around you. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to make smart decisions for the safety of yourself and focus on what the, your purpose is at this moment. 
I need to get from this side of the street to that side of the street. So I need to watch the cars. I need to watch the light. I need to pay attention to the um, crosswalk. And I need to wait for it to tell me that I could cross. And even when it tells me I could cross, I need to make sure that cars on both sides and the turning lane are not turning while I'm crossing. It's all about being able to read and understand and take in what's going on. And that's what's going to save your child. But if your child is always moving sporadically and hoping somebody's going to stop them to make sure nothing happens to them and hoping that somebody's going to save them if they're about to fall in the hole because they're not looking, you're going to run into um, being exhausted trying to save a teenager as if that teenager is a toddler. Being exhausted trying to save a 20-year-old child that you have as if that, that child in his 20s or her 20s is a toddler because they they didn't learn the fundamentals that they were supposed to learn at a young age reading the room is super important you do that all your life when you go to interviews when you go um when you're in the office doing work when you're in a meeting when you're at home and your partner or your spouse is upset but they haven't verbally told you that they're upset but you can see that they're doing things and they're making noise and they're slamming things down like something is wrong. It's all about reading and picking up vibes and energy from people. Teach your kids how to do that, okay? Anya even peeps it with me. She can tell when I'm angry. She can tell when I'm bored. She can tell when I'm bothered. She can tell when I'm upset. She can tell when I'm happy. She can tell when I don't want to be talked to in the car and I just want to listen to music. The one thing that will always um, ask Anya when she's tapping me from the back seat, especially at night, I hate it, is, is it important? She'll say either yes or no. If she says no, I say, well, Anya, you need to wait. Okay. Sometimes it might be important and she'll go ahead and tell me. And she knows, both of them know the rule in my car is no screaming while I'm driving. A scream while a parent is driving can make them automatically turn around when they don't need to. Make them automatically stop or push on the brake. Or or completely startle them and that can do anything on the road. So make it a rule that your children are not allowed to scream in the car. I don't mind iPads being out on long drives. But if we're going from the gas station right to the store, put that thing back in your backpack. Okay? And they only take their iPads with them when I'm going to um, a friend's house for a, a long amount of hours and they just need something to keep them calm. But they don't take their iPads everywhere. Okay? Um... The last thing is, we're not going to be here all the time for our kids. It's a sad fact, but it is also a fact. Teach your children how to be able to take care of themselves. Teach your children manners now, so when they go out into the world and somebody tells them they've been doing something wrong or incorrectly or in a rude way, they don't get frustrated or startled or an attitude just because someone is correcting them. A lot of children today do not like being corrected. It's not that you talk to them wrong. It's not that you are mean. It's not that you are rude. It's because a lot of children do not understand 
how to take constructive criticism to be better or to know better next time, okay? I have a three-year-old that is struggling with being talked to or being corrected. I think she gets it from her dad because her dad doesn't like being talked to. Her dad is someone who is very self-efficient, reads a lot, is knowledgeable about a lot of things, but at the same time, most of the time, he thinks he has the ending answer for everything. He thinks his way of thinking is every man's way of thinking. He thinks if he says something is stupid, then it's officially stupid, okay? Um, She's the same way. She doesn't like being corrected. If you tell her, don't do that anymore, she'll she'll instantly give you a new story while you're telling her that because she wants to bypass the fact that you're trying to correct her. And I catch it every time. So I really try to nip it in the bud with her. But if you're noticing that your child does that, get at them now before they grow into adults and that becomes dismissive behavior, okay? Get at them now before they grow into a young lady that feels like her looks are going to get her out of trouble every time or her cuteness or the fact that you like her for a different reason is going to help her when she's in the wrong. Children are supposed to be corrected. Children still need to be respectful when they are corrected. And that's from me, that's from my friends who are adults, that's from their grandma, that's from their dad, that's from their their dad's uh, girlfriend, that's from um, anyone who is respecting them, taking care of them, or within their space. They need to be respectful, okay? If this person says, don't jump on my couch, you don't jump on their couch. Don't act brand new because somebody else different walks in the room. And that's all. I just want more resourceful kids out here. I just want them to be more aware. And I just feel like as parents, we will be doing our kids a disservice if we don't teach them these things at home. If we don't make sure that they can figure out things themselves, even if I'm not there. If we, if we can't make sure that I don't have to be there for them to be on their best behavior. Make sure your kids are resourceful. Make sure your kids know how to use their resources. Make sure your kids know how to ask questions to strangers if they're lost or um, make smart decisions, okay? Move with intellect, okay? I don't know. Just do your work. My name is Shan. Thank you for listening to Cozy Womb. Peace. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 